International. What is up, mm-hmm. goblins and ghouls, mountain goblins and Dorito ghouls? Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, no, you have a case of the Halloween cold as yeah. well. Yes, it's going around. <laughs> temperature did drop. Oh, yes. Uh, here in Austin, a week before Halloween. No. <laughs> Who it's knows? a sign of things to come. It's spooky, dude. Yes, it's so it's so spooky. Mm-hmm. We're recording this live from a haunted house right now. <laughs> Just take a moment of silence for our, our lost brethren. It sounds just, like it's storming. It's a storm, dude. <laughs> it's raining cats and dogs out Come here. On, man. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are doing. Oh my God! Good. There she is, <laughs> Mr. Q. Way <laughs> to go, Deborah. <laughs> We've gone too far. We can't start over. Let's do it. Today. <laughs> today we are doing. Um, I I do have a case of the uh, Halloween cough, so mm. my um, I I sound extra Michigan right now. <laughs> um, and I apologize for that. Um, but today we are doing creepy. <laughs> they didn't miss that cue, dude. So <laughs> it's, it's a spooky school across the street it from is. this haunted house. And um, so today we're gonna read some or go over. We're gonna discuss some of our favorite uh, video game creepy pasta mm. stories. Spooky, dude. There's it, a few actually. Yeah, there. I was. Uh, I knew the two that I wanted to talk about primarily, um, but I wanted to just see what else was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's like a lot, and some of them are actually pretty good. Yeah, there was uh, an Edward Furlong movie back in the day that okay. was about a video game. That was a horror movie, Brain Scan. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Have you seen that before? Mm-mm. I don't know. That's the only thing that I can think of that's like an actual like horror movie dealing. Well, I guess there was You Die in the Game, You Die in Real Life, that one with... What about... Yeah, Frankie Muniz yeah. again. What about the... Um, there's also um, The Wizard or whatever. <laughs> was that horrifying? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> what, what's the other one, too, with... Uh, God damn it. What's his name? Matthew Broderick. We're war games. Oh well, yeah, that's that's scary. And how my creepy pasta is scary in that it could be real. Dude. Wow, that's how I feel about uh, Serial Experiments Lane. Huh? Um, it's this anime, but it's like really it creep. It creeps me out, oh. man. It's ooh, it's spooky, mm-hmm. and it could be real. Oh, shit, it's about aliens. And yeah, stuff. dude, mm. and tech. <laughs> oh, dude! Old people are afraid of tech. Right? Yeah, that's scary. That, that's for sure. Speaking of which, hey guys, hope you're able to listen to this show after the recent attacks on the United States, the <laughs> cyber warfare. Yeah, dude, 2016. that's true. That did, yeah. 
Let's hope another one doesn't go down. Yeah, seriously. It's um, scary, dude. For my job, I hope that another one doesn't go down. Yeah, it made it, my job t- hard to do, too. Yeah, it sucked. It did. Okay, well, so for the first story that I'm going to talk about today... <laughs> we're we're getting started. <laughs> Shut up. What what is that? Babbling old woman scared of tech <laughs> trying to figure out her phone. <laughs> um okay cool. So for my first story I'm going to talk about the spooky case of Ash Ketchum having a a coma. Oh fuck yeah, man! I don't think that you, you told can me have about a this. coma. <laughs> it's something you. <laughs> yeah, well, I think yeah. you're either in a coma yeah, or you're I guess. not. You're yeah, not it's having something you experience. One. Yeah, it's not that you have or have not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm expecting to get my first coma next year for yeah. Christmas. Well, <laughs> shit, dude, you're gonna get blackout, fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, I did that last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Ash Ketchum, there's a theory that exists online that's been around for a while. It's kind of... I think the uh, the team that makes Pokemon has said that, in fact, this is quite elaborate and very interesting. However, 100% incorrect right. with what they're going Way for. Way too dark for a kid's thing. Um, but it's also... There's some points that are... Uh, now moot as a result of Ash Ketchum having a mustache in, in the upcoming series. So, uh, you know. It'll have to be uh, a new a new version, a, new, a revision. Yeah, sorry. Uh, confirmed, not confirmed. Oh, shit. Already debunking <laughs> it before you told us about yeah, it. Yeah, I scoped it. Okay, so Ash Ketchum in the early... Uh, in one of the early episodes of Pokemon, the TV show, mm-hmm. he was riding his bike and he was hit by lightning oh shit and then the series turns differently oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow you left me in suspense there and then you used like a trump word <laughs> yes yeah, the series takes a slight twist in a direction that is a little bit different than it was before Ooh. yeah all right sending chills down my spine dude <laughs> I got too excited. I'm sorry. Um, okay. All right. So, Ash is riding on his bike. Gets hit by lightning. The theory is that this accident actually put Ash into a coma. And that days later, he was found. And then they rushed him. Whoever found him rushed him to the hospital uh, to stabilize him. But it ended up just putting him in this coma. Ooh, he had had a coma. He, he was experiencing <laughs> comas. <laughs> comas are no joke, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're listening if you to this. are in a coma <laughs> right now, <laughs> call 1-800. <laughs> so Ash is in a coma. So he's in a coma. And he... Basically, this uh, person is suggesting that Ash... Uh, in this coma is basically or the show is basically his mind mm. trying to come to terms with being in a coma right. and trying to just live I guess just like the random thoughts of a comatose anime person yeah a comatose prepubescent boy <laughs> or mildly he's pubescent he's probably got like he's got the like two twirly mustache pubes that are going on downstairs <laughs> 
Oh, that would have been a good point for some lightning. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ooh, oh, God, shit. it's so spooky. Okay, so after this point, after he uh, is in this coma, and the, uh, after the lightning strike, he's right. never seen riding a bike again in the series. That's it. Bikes oh, are gone. Oh, wow. Which is part of what can maybe make you think that this is true. Right. He's afraid of bikes. Okay. So the coma uh, would explain why he's never changed physically uh, mm. and why he's able to just go out into the world on his own. He just right. leaves yeah. his mom in the beginning of the show and just is wandering around from town to town in this whole like gigantic region. Um, and it also explains why in every town there's the same police officer and the mm. same nurse. Oh, shit. And every town has a Pokemon Center. Right. It's just all a little mysterious. It is a little too convenient little, yeah, and mysterious. It's a little too Truman Show. Oh. <laughs> all right so joy and jenny which are the cop and the uh the nurse in the series uh it's um they assume the author of this theory assumes that uh joy and jenny were real people that ash knew from his hometown mm-hmm. and they're uh figures adamant figures in his psyche because they represent stability and it's like an anchor for him moving from these different places in a world of darkness wow uh that he can have this anchor to latch on to like a dissertation from a collegiate paper yeah it's the if you want to read the full story it's long and intense yeah it's very deep um i'm just gonna go over some of the highlights so um there's also some theories in this about how Ash's traveling partners are aspects of himself um, that he can't fully come to terms with. So Brock, um, which is the rock gym leader, mm-hmm. um, is, he's supposed to represent Ash's repressed sexuality. Uh, so Ash fell into a coma as a virgin and as such needed an outlet wow. for his growing sexual frustration. Oh God. However, since he can never experience... Oh, haunted house over, baby. Uh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Got a little spooky. It was spooky. It's spooky yeah. when the spooky stops, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, because Ash fell into a coma as a virgin, he, um, he created Brock in yeah. his mind to be this sexual version of sexual Freudian being. shit right there yeah dude. ooh <laughs> that guy oh, likes yeah, it. Does. <laughs> um so uh, as the series progresses you do actually see some like uh brush is brock is like he's always falling in love with people and mm. he's really quick to like lust after women in the in the series and mm. um, so that is definitely what he represents whether or not he represents that part of Ash's mind. Right. Misty, his other traveling companion. <coughs> yeah, what is she? Misty, his other traveling companion, is his initial love interest. Um, so he he falls in love with her, 
but because uh, he doesn't, again, he doesn't understand sexuality, he doesn't understand love, mm-hmm. he just understands that it's something that you reach at a certain age, he's always like pushing her away and causing oh. a rift between them because he needs, he understands that she needs to be older and right. he needs to be older in mm-hmm. order for them to have this love and, right. and real it's his relationship. concept of love. Ooh. Right. Dude, this is deep. Yeah. So uh, there's also Professor Oak, um, mm-hmm, but his mm-hmm. son, Gary Oak, or grandson, which is Ash's rival in the game and in the series, um, Gary Oak eventually becomes, he stops beca- being a trainer and becomes a, uh, a professor. And that's what Ash wanted to be. So Gary is like the representation of what mm. Ash could have done if, he, he wasn't in a coma. Yeah, if he wasn't in <laughs> if a he coma. he didn't have had a coma. Yeah, if he wasn't having comas. <laughs> um, there's also uh, speculation in this theory about um, why Ash keeps encountering the legendary Pokemon. And it's a way of... it's a His mind creates the legendary Pokemon to show him that he can accomplish these goals as long as he's pushing for them. So mm-hmm. it's like his mind's way of stringing him along I guess really yeah. too cruel yeah rude yeah really. it's real Come rude on. mind psyche not beautiful no. <laughs> uh, team rocket they are yeah. supposed to be like the negative version of ash like inverted version yeah so ash sees all of his negative qualities in team rocket so Jesse and James um, and their boss, Giovanni, is supposed to be the representation of Ash's dad. And the theory of... <coughs> it's all right. I'm getting choked up about this. I know. He's not really in a coma, dude. I just... <laughs> I just... <laughs> the thought of it makes me so sad. So, Ash... Giovanni is supposed to represent um, Ash's dad. And the theory elaborates on this, which is... Uh, that uh, because if you remember I already kind of talked about it but Ash and his mom moved to Pallet Town in the beginning of the show and it's just the two of them mm-hmm. and there's never really any talk about where Ash's dad is mm-hmm. so the theory is that Giovanni or Ash's dad was this businessman that left the family and just abandoned them mm-hmm. and the mom and Ash had to move right. to a new town and start over hmm. as a result that's why Giovanni is the head bad guy right. uh, and okay. Team Rocket yeah yeah it's a pretty dark stuff uh, so if he ever wakes up Pokemon goes away I guess so. I mean, the so there's the first like couple of animals that he encounters in the show are like similar to dogs and cats and bunnies and okay. birds yeah. and stuff. So it's like things that he has a real life association right. with. Sure. Yeah. And so as the, the show progresses, they start getting weirder and yeah, weirder more, and weirder, yeah. more out there. Because he's so disassociated with reality, and his mind is taken over, dude. Yeah, it's like. Shit. It's like the last of us in his brain. Whoa, fuck, dude. <laughs> so Ash also, of course, you can't talk about Ash without talking about Pikachu. Yeah. And Pikachu, he's unable to evolve Pikachu because he can't he can't evolve something that's beyond the concept of 
what he's able to deal with. So Pikachu is like the the embodiment of his his like innocence and uh, I don't know him his being, mm-hmm. and so he can't evolve it because he can't deal with what that next step is going to be. So Pikachu is just always kind of equal to right. him in that same stage of life. In that Dude. same stage. Never growing out of it. <laughs> Until you get a mustache. That's right. And, and, the, throw and the new season. <laughs> throw this thing out the window. So, Ash, uh, you know, it gets pretty rough. There's a lot more uh, details yeah, that really pages go. Long. <laughs> They're literally pages. Um, another interesting point before I get to the end of this. Another interesting point is that Mewtwo, who we don't, we didn't see until the movie, right, right. the original Pokemon movie. Uh, Mewtwo was, if you remember in the movie, he was like this creature that was created in a lab, right. and had like all these test tubes and and uh, EKG things mm-hmm. like plugged into him. So Mewtwo is. The physical embodiment of the treatment that Ash has had to undergo oh to try and get God. out of the to try and get out of the coma, Holy or shit, dude. to get it is man. Yeah, and that's why Mewtwo is so angry and so hostile in in the series. It's it's lining up. I don't care what the creators say, dude. They're they're downplaying this. Yeah. Big time. Yep. They threw that mustache on there. Mm-hmm. Just spite us. It's true. It's going to turn out that's not really Ash. <laughs> that's like his mind's depiction of himself as an older person because he re- no- realizes that he's inching closer to death or something, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense to me. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, you're totally right. I mean, it might not be Ash. Who knows? There's it's a true. bunch of people online already speculating that that isn't him <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. All right. Okay. So, in conclusion, I'm going to read this from the uh, source directly. So, the voice of the narrator speaks to Ash, telling him how he can finally escape the prison of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> They don't want you to stop. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a prison right now. (laughs) A prison of your own mind, dude. You had a coma. Dude, I'm coming out right now. (laughs) I'm coming out. (laughs) Wow. Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not really into Pokemon, but I know just enough to think that this is plausible. We'll wait till you hear this, because it's about to get real bummer. Fuck. She knows. (laughs) She does, dude. All right. So one by one, his friends appear and melt away into more copies of himself cheering him on. After a long, tough battle against himself with the assistance of all his Pokemon he has ever befriended, he jolts awake. In his hospital room, he sees his parents asleep. He finds himself unable to speak. Ash pushes forward towards his recovery... He goes through physical therapy, training harder and harder with rehabilitative Pokemon until he can walk on his own again. This time, an older and wiser Ash set out on a journey. Just like last time, he's late getting to Professor Oak's laboratory where there's only one Pokemon left. 
he suddenly recalls all the memories from his life and realizes all his friends are gone forever. As he sets out with his new companion, he finds the world is darker than he imagined. (laughs) More real Pokemon and people die. (laughs) He too has aged. Oh my god. He vows to become the Pokemon master. His... He... He vows to become the Pokemon master he (laughs) dreamed he was. He vows to himself. He vows to them. I will be the very best. Oh, God. (laughs) No! (laughs) Oh, wow. Holy shit, dude. Wow. Dude, that... And there's also this picture here, in case you weren't sure that it's real. <laughs> there's a picture there of Ash in a coma dreaming more, of Ash. What more <laughs> evidence do you need? Ash dreaming of ass. Yeah, dude, he's like older in here. Wow. Dude, I... That's some deep, spooky shit, dude. Yeah, that's pretty troubling. Um, I remember when this came out everyone was like everyone of my friends that played Pokemon that we would talk about Pokemon uh about yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> your Poke pals yeah we were all like dude this story's dark <laughs> <laughs> it's dark and it's deep a lot like being in a coma right like being in I a coma I imagine yes Ugh. I don't know shit ash man shit ash shit ash <laughs> That's the name of the creepy pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, that was that's pretty spooky. It's pretty spooky. It's almost as spooky as this cough that I have. Yeah. And don't give it to me. See, that's the thing. I I'm not scared of ghosts or spooky monsters or anything like that. I'm scared of like your cough or like <laughs> disease or like nuclear warfare, like real life, plausible, like somebody just barging in with a gun and shooting us. That happens. Yeah. That shit scares me, not ghosts and stuff. So my story sounds is I think actually truly exists. Oh my god. <laughs> They're dude, singing about they, ash. They are, dude. We're moving on, gals. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my spooky creepy pasta has to deal with a little known arcade game found in Portland, Oregon. Ooh, I in, love this one. In nineteen eighty one. Polybius. Okay, good. Just good. I'm glad it calmed down when I said the name. Perfect. So, Polybius, it's better that I'm just going to go ahead and read the story because it simply is just a summary of because there's so much mystery surrounding this one lone arcade unit. Very mysterious. It is. Mysterious Polybius. So Polybius is an urban legend about a rare arcade game released in 1981. Good year. The game was created by a mysterious company called, I'm going to butcher this, Sineschloschen. Sineschloschen, which is German. They're, they're upset. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> which is, they're probably German. They're, which is German, apparently. German phrase for sense deletion. Sense deletion. Okay, so here's what it was. It was a puzzle, shoot 'em up, somewhat like Tempest. And it was only released in a few suburbs in Portland, Oregon. So it was supposedly very popular with people forming long lines to play it. However, players reported strange things about the game. Hearing women crying. Almost. (laughs) 
It's like a toilet flushing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they would hear women crying. They would see grotesque faces out of the corner of their eyes. Um, players would suffer from nightmares after playing it, experience nausea, headaches, blackouts. Some apparently even developed amnesia. Supposedly. Some even committed a suicide. Oh, shit. Uh, dude, that's no laughing matter. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. God damn, if you or anybody else is considering laughing at suicide, don't. I was going to go elsewhere. Okay, here we go. So others stopped playing the video game altogether after experiencing these things, and apparently at least one of them actually became an anti-video game activist. I don't like those people, but I think it's plausible with this folk. So according to one owner of the arcade, men in black would come to the machine and retrieve f- records from it. They wouldn't take money. All they would get is records from the machine. So they did not... Uh, so they simply wanted the data. And because of this, the leading theory is that there was some sort... Polybius was some sort of government experiment trying to use subliminal messaging or maybe even deeper, recreating drug use. Hallucinations. <laughs> and things of that matter. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> so here's the deal. The game remains in obscurity, <laughs> but apparently it did release. Uh, in 1998, oh. they found it in an arcade, but it quickly disappeared. So, And in the ROM, the ROM for the game has never been found. So, But here's where it goes. Even See, that's kind of spooky. Okay, sure, I believe that. Pretty creepy. 1981, that makes sense. If you're going to, that's the height of arcades. If you're going to experiment on unsuspecting children, which, dude, that's wrong. Put it in an arcade. Let's see if we can uh, let's see if we can mess around with their minds. But that in itself, okay. Why would the government do that? And that doesn't sound like something the government would do. Some people might believe that. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. <laughs> Did you see? I don't want them putting sugar in the water that turns the frogs gay. Did you see that we we went to a VHS swap yesterday? Yes, I that saw that you got. <laughs> yes. Dude, I remember in moving here in like 2001. He would show those on cable access here yeah, like yeah. his films i watched a couple of them Jesus yeah they're Christ. weird they are they're difficult know. to get through i gotta get through it. <laughs> God damn it i saw him once he had a giant head but i saw him too yeah he has a big round head i ran into him on congress speaking of heads you may want to put on your tinfoil hat because this is about to get real dude wait conspiracy real because there was Sorry, Whoa. that's just my whale. Jesus. <laughs> my pet whale. It's out of control. I forgot to feed him this God, morning. Come on, dude. All right. Because here, there was a thing the government actually did, and it's been uncovered. What you know about MK Ultra? Nothing. Okay, good. <laughs> it, it's not a Mortal Kombat game. Okay. Although that would be badass. Uh, it was actually uncovered, actual real documents unsealed. From 1953 to apparently 1973, the government did experiment on unwilling participants, its own citizens, to study the effects of mind alteration, brainwashing, and reconditioning. So after uh, World War II, uh, the government actually did try to uh, grab some Nazi scientists. And, you know, if you ever listened to a Slayer album or uh, done some research seen some movies you understand that there were some pretty nasty experiments going on with real people by the nazis well there was an operation called operation paperclip which was to hire these real 
Nazi scientists so that we can study their effects on mind control and such. Around this time, there was a Cold War brewing. So this idea was that we should get the best and brightest that we can to uh, combat the Soviets and the Chinese and the Koreans and South Korea, or North Koreans. The South ones are good. They make Samsung. And so, you know, there's a, <laughs> there's a Cold War going on. So this is a real thing. It's called MK Ultra. You can look it up. But anyway, so what, and what, and the, what, what the CIA would do is using prisons, hospitals, universities as cover, they would do civilian experiments. And one of their favorite things to experiment with is a little drug called LSD. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really were on top of LSD. They fucking were doing all kinds of shit with it. Yeah. And they were also doing it to unsuspecting actual real people. Sounds like a stranger thing. It, maybe so. So, uh, yeah. There was, uh, there was, uh, so they would drug people. They would actually, they hired a magician to actually show uh, CIA agents how to administer LSD to people, unsuspecting people. There was a mass um, psychic, psychotic breakout in France that only recent documents have, uh, it was a small village that like went kind of crazy. Recent documents have come forth that said that might have been an MK Ultra experiment. Nice. But I did tell you that this started in 1953 and went through 1973, and Polybius didn't come out until 1981, so it can't be a part of that. Right, but there was a guy in the early 80s, late 70s, I believe, who came out, he was a CIA agent, worked for them for 14 years, wrote a book that was basically blowing the lid off the CIA. This is the only book that the government has ever taken into court to try to censor. But he, it came out, and this guy has said he has uh, he has says that he believes MK Ultra is geez still going on today, <laughs> experimenting like that dude, and that um, it's still going on today. And that the when they told us that you know they weren't doing it anymore, that was just a misinformation campaign by the government. Why would they stop? They're just telling us they stopped. Why wouldn't you know they kept this secret from us before? So that maybe by extension, Polybius is another experiment, especially considering that people who have you know they, the stories about playing the game it was apparently a, very much like Tempest and uh, lots of shapes circular circular shapes and uh, squares and stuff that would rotate and then you would, it would play with time and uh, flashing lights and stuff like this essentially the theory is that they were trying to ex- experiment with what many people have said that they've experienced while on LSD the effects of that in a video format and then just seeing it how it would affect people if it would have the same you know translate as to taking the drug if you just saw the visuals if it would affect you and apparently it did with these few people so um, after Watergate when all this information was coming out we passed the Freedom of Information Act and all that stuff uh, the guy who was in charge of the CIA had most of the documents for MKUltra destroyed so we don't know what the extent of their experiments were on cats on people but the theory stringing these along is that maybe Polybius was one type of experiment just to see if they could somehow control the masses, our enemies, whomever, using a video game. And now I ask you this. Could stuff like Call of Duty, Battlefield, be some sort of extension of this? In that they're training young men, I burped, to become war machines for them or at least taking the data from that and seeing what they could use for war and stuff like that dude I'm telling you man it's not a conspiracy dude 
Who is breathing so heavy? <laughs> Ethan, come on, dude. <laughs> heavy breathing is spooky. So yeah, what do you think about that, huh? Do you think that Polybius was an actual experiment by the yes. by the government? Yes. Look, I'm not afraid to admit it. I rush. <laughs> there they are again. <laughs> Come around like every fucking time. Yeah, it's like oh, this is a loop or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. I I buy uh I I have only purchased one Alex Jones yeah, oh, good. DVD. I have rented some of the others. Oh, I I do that ironically. So you are an informed citizen. Uh yes, I am woke. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate that term. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, I love conspiracy theories. Sure. Love them. Definitely think the government is out to get us. Of course. 100%. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, duh, I buy into that. That's what Lane is all about, too. You Lane. should watch it, dude. Is that it's a so good. show? Yeah, Serial Experiments Lane, what I was talking about oh, before. Oh, yeah, all right. That's what yeah. it's all about. It's about, like... Uh, the beginning of the internet, like mm-hmm. the infancy of the internet, right, yeah. and which was a military creation, no, right? Uh, yeah, all that and stuff. all about like these secret files and like mm-hmm. these drugs that are like also tech, Ooh. and how if you get too close to like the inner sanctum of the government records and shit, then like the drugs kill you. Oh. But it's also like how you can be in the internet. It's complicated. Yeah, it sounds like it, dude. Fuck. We've got a title sequence of a movie right now. <laughs> it's a stranger thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's spooky. I, mean, I totally buy into that, though. Well, apparently, around the same, when um, Polybius was supposedly out in 1981, um, Atari had just created Battlezone, uh-huh. and the uh, programmer for that, Ed Rothberg, I think is his name, um, he was hired by the military because they saw Battlezone and were like, dude, we, let's use this as a simulator to train tank gunners and stuff like that. And he is supposedly, the theory is, he also developed Polybius as well for God the government. So, who knows? But, uh, there have been, I think there's now, like, I don't know, an indie game or there's obviously like Flash games or yeah. stuff, Shockwave games and stuff that are based off Polybius. And yeah. some people believe that maybe this, the whole urban legend got started just because they, it was maybe an early Tempest test cabinet or something like that. I don't that. think so. I don't know. I, I can't. I, I want to believe. I have right, dude. Because it's, yeah, it's, I wouldn't put it past anybody to try to old see. uncle sam exactly dude, that dude. schemer yeah man and that shit was hot in 1981 yeah all the kids were lining up man yeah it's totally it's dude it's, did you play did you play pony island no it's a steam game you should buy it it's pretty cheap but it's about uh the premise is that you're playing an arcade game uh, so, like, when you first start the game, it's, like, you're seeing, like, the cab, mm-hmm. and uh, the game is made by Satan. Whoa. So, it's just, like, a really stupid game where, like, a pony's jumping through, but oh, the second yeah. that you start playing it, then you are sucked into the game. Oh, shit, dude. And so, you have to, like, try and do, like, code and stuff to get out and, Whoa. like, open up portals That's and shit. Cool. It's really dope. It's shit, a good game. man. Yeah. Ooh. 
<laughs> so here, how about this? If you walked into, I'm going to, let's say it's probably, it's not going to be like arcade UFO or pinballs. You would probably walk into some gas station like when you're on a road trip or somewhere and you saw Polybius. It's just like there. And would you play it, dude? Yeah. You would try to get controlled by the government? Yeah. Spoiler alert. I've done enough drugs. I think I'm okay. <laughs> Try and break me. You can't. This is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. dude. I'm yeah. I'm like a bird dog. <laughs> I'm like a bird hyphen dog. <laughs> well, that sounds like a Pokemon, dude. Yeah. Wow. I'm like a Chihuahua mixed with a turkey. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Gobble gobble, bitch. <laughs> Doppel gobble? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know, dude, but see. Would you play it? I would. Yeah, I'd probably try it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime that if I'm anywhere and there's an arcade game, I'm like, yeah, all right. I mean, you know, I like to contribute to government research. <laughs> I'm just giving them data. That's all. Just data. Yeah. What if I'm an outlier, though? Right. Yeah. What if I'm like the score to beat? Well, yeah, you have the high score yeah, on Polybius. I go on there and I'm just like, Oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. No, what's the big yeah, deal? Yeah, who cares? And then there's like just all these like men in black guys yeah. are, like swoop in and they're like <laughs> like talking in their little <laughs> ear deals. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> and then like I walk, I'm like, oh, well, I got to use the bathroom because this is a movie and that's my logical <laughs> next stop rather yeah. than getting into my car. Of course. And so I like walk around the gas station and I go into the bathroom, but who's in there? The lights are all off and I just smell smoke and it's the smoking man from X-Files. dude! End credits. Oh my God. (laughs) Fuck, dude. David Duchovny just got a boner, dude. Uh Man. What a babe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, I'll probably play it too. I want to give it a shot. Yeah, that'd be dope. I'd play Mm -hmm. it for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> just stand there and be like, oh, is there multiplayer on this thing? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? When was this made? Yeah. 1981? Like, pff, Still 50 cents, dude. This should be a quarter. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Yeah. Okay. That can, This can only mean one thing. What's the hell? Well, the silence means that I'm clearing out my alerts on my <laughs> Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being totally focused on that. <laughs> uh... It's a big day. I we can't talk about what day it is because we're recording this. You That's know, right. here look, I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit. Every time that we record a podcast, you're listening to it in the future and we're recording it in the past. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. It's recorded in Dude. the future. <laughs> what if I told you we're recording right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god. I don't I don't believe it. You know what I like to say? Mm. Actually someone else likes to say this, but I'm gonna steal it for a minute. This show is live but on tape. I like it. <laughs> We're recording this live right now when they're listening to it. But it's not really live then anymore. <laughs> Dude. I hate this music. <laughs> this music's a bummer. Get out another CD. Dude, pull up the Polybius uh, soundtrack. 
Does it have a soundtrack? I don't know. I don't think so. Nobody's well, ever found it. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So there is like eye dosing, which is like putting LSD in your eye. No, <laughs> that'd be tight. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's um, it's a. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's like they're like MP3s. You can find them on YouTube and stuff too, but they are, you can find them that like simulate, uh, you can find them that simulate, uh, this is interesting because there's actually, this leads me to another Pokemon creepypasta. Uh-oh. It's all connected, dude. Search, uh, search Pokemon. A Lavender Town original. Because you know about that, right? No. That one's a good one, too. I know, Doug, you know, come to your girl if you got questions about Pokemon. You know <laughs> well, I, I got I your answers. I had no idea this existed, so I didn't question it. Okay, so there, in the original, the original Pokemon, there's a town called Lavender Town. Yeah, that one, the top one. No, that one. Yeah, literally the one that's on the top. Okay, so when you go into Lavender Town, this is the song that played in the original Japanese version. This song was... This song, because of the weird timing Mm -hmm. and the weird tones, made kids pass out, have seizures, commit suicide, nauseous, they would throw up. Well... They're, dude, Pokemon is fucking spooky as shit Because there was that real life episode That gave kids seizures Because of the yeah. fucking flashing lights Well, so this song is only in the Japanese version Red and blue And they actually had to remove it They had to do a different so- song well, uh, For the American release uh, Dude Sometimes- am, I, am I getting this <laughs> What's going on, dude? fucking spooky it is a creepy tune though it is creepy it's, it's off- very it's like, like yeah 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 sometimes i like to challenge myself when i'm at work and also like i just don't want to be at work anymore so i'll like put this on for like a 12-hour <laughs> loop <laughs> oh, God. makes work crawl it's perfect no, i'm just hoping that it will oh god this show is turning into the fcc presents <laughs> That was a yeah. It's because it like oscillates really weird too. Like yeah. Somber. All right. Well, we can only hope that there's gems like that in uh, yeah. the new Pokemon <laughs> game. There will be Pokemon Alola. Producer Ethan's a hot mess right now He's not alone though I also, in case you haven't noticed I have been coughing non-stop It's alright man This whole thing has been uh, Put everybody on edge That's all Yeah, I was listening to Lavender Town all morning (laughs) I was like (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so this one this one is incredibly long, and I'll, I'll send a link up on the on the Twitter so you can follow us again at Dude vs Girl if you haven't um, been following us. Uh, you can follow us there, and we'll put links up for all these stories uh, if you want to read the full story. This 
is a very long and very detailed and one of my favorite stories. I love this one. Yeah, you got a print out there that looks like it's got like 50 pages. Yes, it's a lot. I It's 30 something. Um, you know, in case you were wondering, right? <laughs> you know, we've awesome. confirmed you're not Rain Man, so <laughs> myth busted. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Um, <coughs> oh. Spooky. Yeah, it is. Spooky cold. I'm no, sorry. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> okay, so this story is so creepy. Ben, did you ever go on 4chan? Uh, maybe once or twice, but it's yeah, I was a little too old when that stuff was first getting around. Hmm. Can't deal with it. Your loss. I, I know, I know, <laughs> for sure. But. Not mine, baby. I was all over Fortune. <laughs> oh shit, dude! I loved Fortune. It was great. Of course. Yeah. All right. So this is a story called Ben Whoa. Drowned. Oh, oh. It's from 2010, too, so it's not really that old. Mm -hmm. And it has since... I'll let you... I'm not going to ruin it. It's a... It's a complicated story. It was posted originally on uh, 4chan, which is why I ask you. So the first post is from September 1st, 2010. A dude was going to uh he uh was in college or something and he happened to be going back home to visit his parents and he um to go uh get a ghost leaving the room okay um all right, so this kid was going... He went to... Uh, he was in college or something, and he was going to go visit his parents. Um, and while he was driving there, he noticed that someone had a garage sale. And he was like, well, I'll stop and see you know, what they got. Sure. So he's looking through some, some of the old boxes, and in one of the boxes, he finds a couple uh, N64 cartridges. Score. Total score bunch of them i'm sure probably like a copy of goldeneye um a bunch of other the looks like he found pokemon stadium goldeneye of course uh f-zero and then nice. he found one cartridge that had the label ripped off what could it be what could it be he was hoping that it was majora's mask because he wanted that game sure so bad classic. he hadn't played it in a long time classic classic game so he's like i'm just gonna buy this yeah why not? roll the dice yeah so he gets home and he plays all their games gets around to putting in this blank cartridge turns out it is majora's mask perfect so excited Hell yeah, couldn't dude. be happier he starts up the game, mm-hmm. looks at the save files, yeah. and there's a file named Ben. That's what I named my, all mine, too. It's good. Coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet you do name them all Ben. Yeah. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he's like, well, that that's weird. Uh, whatever. I just won't touch that one. He's just going to start a new save file. Yeah. 
So he starts a new save file and the NPCs keep calling him Ben. And he's like, what the fuck? That's weird. Yeah, why why do they keep calling me Ben? I don't I don't get it. Uh, and so he shuts off the he shuts out of the game, he exits that one, and then he just deletes everything. So now there's no Ben save file anymore, yeah. everything's gone. Yeah, formatted. Start from scratch. Yeah. That's probably what I'd do too. And I think you actually wrote this story. I have no recollection of it. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're the Ben. Mm, no, probably not. It's probably not me. All right, so he he's like, okay, I've erased everything. Now I'm gonna go ahead and start over. He names uh, the save Link, so that he should be called Link. Traditional. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, can't fault him in that. That's what I do. Sure. With the Zelda series, always gotta play his link all right so he starts it up again and he's going through uh the game now um there's a uh there's a point in majora's mask uh where there's a potential glitch it's the fourth day glitch yeah are you familiar with that at all um so basically uh what happens is that uh when the clock hits zero 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 because if you haven't played majora's mask before it's all a fight against the clock yeah. and the moon's coming in it's very creepy yeah it, i mean it's a dark game to begin with it really yeah is, especially for his nintendo zelda game yeah it's very disturbing um very disturbing the game gives me chills just thinking about it so um at zero 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 on the final day you can talk to an astronomer to look through the telescope and if you have time or if you time it right then the countdown disappears and you basically have another day to try and complete what you were doing or just goof off Mm -hmm. the whole time or whatever um so he went to uh, this specific area to try and do that, and uh, he was able to do it. Well, so he right. got the glitch, which is pretty rare. Um, so when he hit B to get out of the telescope to leave the viewing, um, instead of finding the astronomer there, he found uh, it just like warped him to uh, the Majora boss room. At the end of the game, which is weird, yeah, that it would jump him there, and above him was a skull kid, okay, just hovering above him, and there wasn't any sound; it was just totally silent. But it was just really weird that that happened. Like broke the game. Totally broke the game, and there's video of this too, so you can check out the video also. Um, but it totally broke the game and he wasn't really sure what to do so he just hit the reset button and he was just going to start over again and on the screen some text appeared and it said you're not sure why but you apparently had a reservation which is text from a different part of the game Um, so that's text that you get in a uh, when you get the room key from Anju and at the stock pot in. Um, okay. But it doesn't make sense why it would be playing. So everything is getting shuffled right yeah. now. Very you, creepy. You should take that back to the garage. You got a bum copy, dude. That's not working. Totally. Sounds like it's real goofed up. Mm-hmm. So he's not really sure what to do. Um, he he uh, just starts wandering around. And then he's going to see you know, if he can just get out of there or what. 
And uh, as he's wandering around, it says, uh, go to the lair of the temple boss, yes, no. And so he's like, what the hell is happening right now? And so he presses yes, and then the screen fades to white, and it says dawn of a new day. Okay. So the game reset, basically, again. Weird. Doesn't make any sense. No. So he continues to have these weird experiences with the game. Um, he starts, uh, he starts like, um, the game looks normal, but there's, uh, like all of this weird text starts coming around and there's weird music. Um, eventually he starts getting followed by, uh, by the happy mask salesman, um, or, uh, the link statue in the game is like following him around so like every time he moves or if he goes into a new room it's just right behind him <laughs> just following him That's a little eerie. yeah very unsettling it's extremely spooky so he didn't know what to do it's late at night he's been playing this game all day and so he just shuts off the game he's done with it I'm not sure what what Good he call. was gonna do I, I, I don't know. I think I'd uh, I'd give it another shot. If I was him, I would fuck. I'd play it again. Just, but I would take it out and I'd blow on it and then probably stick it back in, even though that's not recommended. But it probably would solve his problems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he did the classic uh, blow on the cartridge yeah. <laughs> several times and that <laughs> didn't alleviate any of the issues. Well, I don't usually fix mine, so... <laughs> So, I'm sorry, before he quit playing the game, um, I forgot about this part, he's he's wandering around and he just uh, gets moved to another area again and he hears the Song of Healing playing, but it's playing in reverse. Whoa, dude. That's some satanic shit. Yeah, right it was, it's very unsettling. That's the Song of Hurting. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, again, this is in the same area where he had the Skull Kid, where he found the Skull Kid originally that was hovering before him. And so he tries to play the Song of Time to reverse back. And uh, the second that he starts playing it right before he hits the last note link just bursts into flames and he dies <laughs> dude told you the song of hurting yes very very disturbing and he's just like what the hell and so then the game just pops up with a message and it says you've met a terrible fate haven't you and then it returns him to the title screen okay right so he's like, what the fuck is happening? So he looks back at his save files, and instead of the save file saying Link, which he changed it to, it right. says your turn. Okay. Little creepy. Little what? Little creepy that it says your turn. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to... Um, he's looking at the, uh, the boot screen. He sees your turn, and then below your turn it says ben so the ben file is back mm. and it has the the same amount of hearts it's yeah weird why is that back yeah, don't there don't delete my save bro who knows so he gets freaked out doesn't play it again no one knows what's going on with this guy uh we haven't heard from him and no i know him. we just didn't hear from him for the rest of the night yeah so the next day yeah so he's posting these like as he's experiencing them. 
Yeah, and he also there's also video of it that he captured and is on YouTube, so you can watch the video of this. To corroborate. Yeah. All right. So the next night he. Um, <coughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh I'm sorry, God. we had to edit some of these coughs out. <laughs> you oh can edit it in coughs for me just to make <laughs> so it's even. And then <laughs> so the next night, he uh, he starts up the game again, and he uh, man, I'm <laughs> like dying, <laughs> dude. D- quit reading this; it's kill- slowly killing you. <laughs> yeah. So the next night, he uh, starts up the game again where he's looking at the game again and he just can't believe what's going on with it so More he right so he do, he takes the cartridge and drives back to the house where he got the cartridge yeah, from that's what I was saying. good job good call so he goes back to the house and uh, no one was home and uh, there's no car there. All the lights are off. He knocks on the door. No one's there. Hmm. Um, he walk. He's walking back to his car, and he sees that next door to the house, there's a guy uh, mowing the lawn or someone or something. And he and the guy asks uh, if he was looking for someone, and he says, "Yeah, I'm looking for the old guy that lived here. You know, I bought this game from him. I'm just wanting to know what was going on." And the guy that was mowing the lawn said that uh, that, that guy was moving. Okay. Well, that's why you'd have a garage sale, maybe, all right? Maybe, yeah. Um, so uh, he asks if he knew if that old guy had any relatives or any family that he might be able to talk to. Um, he, uh, the guy says, that, you know, I, I don't know, like, shut up, leave me alone, you know? <laughs> and just before the guy is gonna like pushing him away he says do you know like someone named Ben yeah and the man his expression turned grim oh boy he said that four doors down about eight years ago there was a kid a young boy named Ben in the neighborhood uh, that had an accident, and he won't go any further than that. Oh. Creepy. Yeah. So the guy gets in his car and he's like, "Gotta go. Can't deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm creeped out." <laughs> so he goes back. Uh, he's playing. Uh, and he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna figure out what I can from this game." So he goes back to playing the game. Uh, and again, he's just having these like really bizarre things happening to him. I think at this point in time is when uh, he starts. Uh, Link is like folding in on himself. Oh, like imploding. Yeah, it's like his back is like broken in half, and uh. he's like almost like crab walking. Ooh. It's very disturbing. Uh, and again, there's video of all this, so you can watch it. Um, he's wandering around, and he can't see anything because he's just stuck inside of himself right. uh, and then um, he just dies and again he gets the you've met a terrible fate having you screen um, <coughs> so now he's going back 
So he goes, he starts the game over again, and he's running around trying to uh, figure out what's going on. Um, multiple times he's dying from these just bizarro things that are happening. Um, he... Yeah, there's been a guy walking around <laughs> in the grass for a while. Is it grass or gravel? Probably both. <laughs> Country. Country. Okay, so he's he's wandering around and uh, and he uh, can't. He just keeps dying, and the game keeps restarting. Um, he finds out uh, that um, he th- through some means finds out that in fact Ben was dead and that he had drowned. What? Uh, this kid that owned this copy of the game. Uh, and he's not sure what to do anymore, and it's just freaking him out, and so he's not going to play anymore. Yeah. And so he doesn't post anything for two days. Probably good good job. Yeah. But then that means he posted something on the third day? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. He starts out the post by saying that he stayed up all night and that he just can't... He's, like, he's like spiraling into madness at this <laughs> point. He's just like, I'm just gonna... I can't deal with anything. Like, I'm, this game is haunted. It's Everything's terrible. I can't deal with my life. I, everything's so hard. Poor uh, guy. Yeah, he's really just falling apart. If it, if it were me... Um, I think I'd just throw the game away. Yeah, you know, it's a good solution to the problem, but it's a copy of Majora's Mask, you know? It's a good, good game. It is a good game, but you know what? If you would have waited five, four or five years, it's it would have been released yeah. for the DS. Non-haunted version. Non-haunted. Yep. Can't haunt the DS, baby. <laughs> this shit's unhauntable. Mm-mm. All right. So he finally goes back, and he's thinking about playing the game again but he's just he's had a mental breakdown and he can't deal with anything so he gets in touch with uh with uh well he gets in touch with no one his roommate (laughs) starts posting Uh on the site for him on 4chan for him to let him know what's going on and uh asking um the roommate, the guy that was originally writing the story, uh, said that he was gonna continue to post more videos because he had more videos. So his roommate comes in and uh, starts posting uh, the videos and everything, and and telling him or telling people what's going on. So he starts logging these chats, and these chats are like absolutely nuts. Um, they're conversations with uh, a bot chatting program yeah um so he's talking to clever bot and he's just getting like these crazy it they keep referencing uh the majora's mask copy and ben and how ben is dead and how uh, this guy should kill himself too what anyway the fuck? yeah it's wild so the guy ends up just going off the deep end uh and he ends up uh, just leaving this school, and no one ever sees him again. Who knows He's what gone happened? For good. Yeah, I guess so. He uh, leaves uh. the school. There's like pages and pages of conversation about uh, how Ben drowned and uh, how this guy's an asshole and a piece of shit or whatever. Um, so the the kid just he leaves. 
and now the roommate is just trying to post all of this stuff so that people can see uh, see what's going on um, and uh, yeah it's no other f- no further developments no further developments he just uh, falls off the face on, of dude. the earth I want to get an update like you'd get an unsolved mysteries and give me the rest of the story yeah, I mean, the story is he basically gets haunted by this Ben kid in this via this cartridge and then any kind of electronics that he touches after that. Ghost in the machine, dude. Yeah, ghost in the machine. But the story's been debunked. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really chilling, though. If you have... <coughs> If you have some time, I would recommend uh, looking this one up. It, it's a lot of material, um, a lot of material, and there's videos that go along with it, so it is really cool. Um, but someone was able to prove, uh, after watching the videos, they were able to prove that he used a program to do that. To manipulate the footage and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still, the creativity it takes to like probably screw around with the program, see that it's manipulated, and go, yeah. I got a story for this shit. Right. Ooh. I don't know, dude. That's probably a government front misinformation <laughs> campaign. He really did go away. Wherever away was. Is. Yeah. He's probably in a coma. Yeah, maybe he's, he's Ash, Ash Ketchum. Full circle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. I, I wish that there were more stories like that, though. There's not really a whole lot of stories about, like, haunted video games. Yeah. Or, like, haunted... Like, the only thing that's haunted... Uh, that's like a modern technology is like the the ring like Sadako right, the sure. VHS tape the VHS tape itself yeah and in Sadako vs. Kayako the newest movie which I have given 100% mm-hmm. recommendation to go see if you get the opportunity uh, they do put the movie up on YouTube and so like, oh, now it's YouTube yeah, that's yeah. all haunted oh yeah. man but that's like the only thing there's not really any uh, modern day yeah like yokai spirit things can't think of anything no nothing that's like popular weird well I don't know dude what's your favorite spooky game uh well we actually just talked about this recently on uh another show on feature this uh, we watched a fan edit of Silent Hill. Oh, the yeah. The movie, which cool. I like the movie. Yeah, sure. Um, but I love those video games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love those video games. They're so, still terrifying. Yeah, really unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I think that those... I like a lot of... I like a lot of horror games, but I think that's like the pinnacle yeah. for me. Yeah. I think it is for a lot of people. And it was a different take at the time uh, of trying to do like a Resident Evil game but then doing it completely different to where uh, you know a lot more mystery not it's you know stuff is left to the imagination and I think the monsters are more horrifying in Silent Hill than oh, they yeah, are big in, time. in Resident Evil Pyramid Head yeah Ooh. the nurses dude yeah Ooh. it's like sexy and spooky yeah like some Clive Barker shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite horror video? Man, game? I, that's a hard to say. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot of them. There's, you know, I gotta say, I wish I could do it, but I find a hard time. I think I'd like stuff like, um, 
like Outlast and Soma and uh, even the new Alien, mm-hmm. where you're very powerless. Oh, yeah, the really yeah. good. Like those games, where you, those really scare me that when you don't have a way of fighting back. Yeah. Like that's what's really scary to me. That, uh, but you know, I th- if I probably Resident Evil, the original one, and Resident Evil Four. I don't even know if you can call that a horror game. It's more of an action game. Yeah. It's hard to say, but a lot of that stuff blends. But uh, yeah, but those games where they it's a more recent thing where you're powerless to fight back. You just have to hide and hope for the best or those are really scary to me. Yeah, I mean yeah. you kind of do that in Silent Hill though. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. You're not as you can fight back but your weapons are very strong and yeah. you're not going to get very far if that's your if that's the way you play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but well, why don't you uh, tweet us your favorite yeah. horror games? I'm curious if you have some good recommendations for us. There's been a lot of them that are that just show up these like small budget indie games all yeah. over Steam and stuff that you know a lot of them are just jump scares things, but there's yeah. some truly weird and spooky games. Let's not we I mean didn't even get on Slenderman and all that shit, which right. has inspired real murders from kids. Right, for which fuck's is sake. Insane. So, yeah, sp- you tweet us your spooky games. I'm curious. I'm yeah, always hashtag, up for it. Hashtag uh, spooky games. Yeah, hashtag uh, ooh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hashtag ooh, boo. Ooh, boo. It's a dumb hashtag. <laughs> no way, that's a good one. Hashtag spooky things if you got a spooky game. <laughs> it's true. All right, well, I, you know, happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, I think that does it for us. Yeah. Let us know if you have some good creepy pasta stories that you really enjoy. Uh, definitely tweet those at us, too. Yeah, totally. Um, so you can follow us on Twitter at DudeVersGirl or uh, tweet us stuff at DudeVersGirl. Um, and then uh, I guess we'll be back to normal programming next week. Yeah, we'll be back to normal programming. It's almost Pokemon time. Oh, boy. Hey, Ash, wake up. Rude. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>